Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Now, the question is, let's follow that conversation with what went on at the EFF rally. Do we have too much of freedom of expression in South Africa? So we go from a situation where in Russia any criticism of government can be met with the most severe penalties. As I said, young children, a nine-year-old and a ten-year-old being forced to testify against their mother for being critical of the of uh, Russia's invasion. Now we go all the way across here to South Africa where the EFF can sing and dance about around a song or to a song that says kill the boer. It's almost dystopian. It is quite, quite bizarre that both of these things can exist at the same time. Mike Abel is the founder and chief executive of M and Sachi Abel. Mike, a very good morning. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you? Morning, Howard. Good to be on your show. I'm well, thank you. And how are you? I am well. Are you talking to us from Cape Town? I am indeed. How's yes. your weather? Apparently, it cold. is. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's cold and rainy there. Yeah, we've returned back to the ice cold Cape Towns that are a call from the late eighties when I moved here from Kwabeja. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> uh, lots of rain. Uh, they said that our dams would never refill. Um, because of climate change, they're now overflowing. Right. It doesn't mean I'm a climate change denialist, if you put that out there firmly. Yeah, please, uh, please, thank yeah. you for saying that, because <laughs> I don't think I could deal with the, with the messages that would follow this. Uh, but, but yeah, no, and, and, uh, look, I'm the Johannesburg freezing as well today. I'm actively encouraging parents to keep their kids at home. I think it's irresponsible. Oh, really? They must stay home. They must stay in bed, drink hot chocolate with a little marshmallow <laughs> on the top. I think going to school today is irresponsible. They could learn a lot more just chatting to their parents put the phones away get into <laughs> one big bed and let everybody have a nice time right but let's talk uh, let's talk about things more serious and and quite disturbing which is this mm. comfort with singing quite openly about killing a group of south africans yes you know i heard the um, closing remarks around that uh, russian family and, yes. and i think what's obviously happening over there is is beyond dreadful uh, on on so many fronts, but I think there's a difference, Howard, between freedom of speech and freedom of expression and hate speech. Um, and I think that we've got to be very careful about where they cross the line from one to the other. Now, I'm all for freedom of speech and freedom of expression, 100 percent for it, right. as long as it isn't dangerous to other people, as long as it doesn't cause harm, as long as it doesn't cause um, dislike, distrust. Uh, and danger. And the song that um, Julius Malema and his eager supporters were singing is a horrendous song, irrespective of its background and its heritage. Now, we all know the horrors of apartheid, uh, and many of us were actively involved, however we could be, you know, in trying to change it, whether it was at the ballot box, whether it was on campus at the Absolutely. time, whether it was, mm. you know, activism and it's it's there's a well-known history of the fight against apartheid and how the country embraced the referendum and the trans peaceful transformation of our country so i understand the origins of the song and fighting for freedom what i don't understand is 30 years into democracy 30 years after we transitioned away still singing a song that has those dangers now again under no circumstances am i saying 
that there is financial equality in South Africa. uh, And there's a massive job still to be done in terms of the legacy of apartheid and the ineffective, I guess, things that have been happening over the years, Mm -hmm. including uh, endemic corruption on on, on a gross scale, uh, to, to, to tackle inequality, to create jobs, uh, to fix infrastructure, uh, or rebuild it rather, um, and, and do everything. So I understand there's a bubbling frustration. I understand there's 70% youth unemployment, which is absolutely horrific. Absurd. Mm. But I don't, yeah, but I don't believe singing, um, a struggle song today with, you know, Julius Malema has often spoken about cutting the throat of whiteness. Um, he means that either figuratively or literally, I'm not really sure. But I think that where we are today is you can't be singing a song like that under any circumstances. And I'm fully aware of the court case that ruled it not hate speech. I don't understand that. I was just going to say, do you understand the finding? Because I can tell you that I don't. I genuinely don't understand how a court found that this was not hate speech. How could it be anything but? Well, I think it was an ultra-left, extremely woke excuse to say that it's a struggle song and it has no meaning when we are in a country where farmers are frequently murdered, where people are frequently murdered. I mean, a song that is about killing anyone has no place in South Africa, a place where how many people get murdered a day of Mm, all colors, mm, but particularly mm. black South Africans get murdered. How, How many women are raped a day in South Africa? Our crime statistics are absolutely horrific. And any song about violence begets violence. It creates a culture of violence. So I deplore any form of violence against any people. And uh, you know, how would we come from a history mm. where we know where that leads to, where we've seen in a Rwanda where they call one tribe uh, cockroaches, yeah. a few years later you start having a genocide. And I think if we keep quiet when people are singing, kill this person or kill that person, of any race, of any ethnicity, of any religion, we are actively, not even tacitly, condoning um, violence and murder. What worries me a little bit here, Mike, is and and your your whole your focus or your background is is marketing and media. Is we've yeah. seen a very very clear marketing strategy from the EFF to say outrageous things and to do outrageous things because they don't really offer much else, do they? It's it's all about the the optics and the drama and the the outrage that they cause through state. Statements visually through fear and intimidation. Are we feeding into this by even having these conversations rather than just ignoring them? If, if, if everybody ignored, and, and, and obviously it's a theoretical question because we actually, we know we can't, but, but if we, if we all ignored the, some of the drama of the EFF, and the provocations of the EFF, wouldn't it disempower them? In other words, aren't we doing their job for them? Yes, look, I, I definitely think that um, media, um, as we well know, is uh, is built on eyeballs and ears, mm. <laughs> absorbing it, taking it in, and um, and good and bad news sells quicker than good news. You know, people, you know, it's a feast right. on negativity and on panic and on fear. 
And uh, and I think that the, the media has absolutely blown on those embers, taken bellows to those embers and, you know, built a bonfire out of it. I don't have any problem with the notion, of course, of economic freedom. And, they, and, and, and that's something I believe in completely. Sure. Uh, and they call themselves the economic freedom fighters. And I understand fighting for equality. What I don't understand is um, doing that through rage, through, um, uh, uh, you know, I don't know why they have to go into parliament in their overalls like they do and disrupt every single parliamentary hearing if they want to create positive change in the country. I know that they swap out those overalls uh, in the evening for Gucci, Hugo Absolutely. Boss, Christian Louboutin, mm. and those brands. So I think that there's a, you know, um, a, a lot of um, um, confusion into, in the brand and what the brand actually stands for. We're all fully aware of many of the scandals around it with SARS, uh, with the VBS, and, and other things. So... If it was uh, a genuine effort in my part, uh, in my understanding, sorry, mm. uh, to bring positive change through um, tried and trusted economic solutions, constructive debate, um, uh, and positivity, um, I would support it. But I just think that the tone, the manner, the style of it is something that's extremely confusing to me. I don't really know what they are offering, as you say. I don't know the offering mm, of their mm, party. I don't other than rage and anger yeah, yeah. And, uh, and racism. I don't get it. Mike Abel, founder and chief executive of M. and Sachi Abel. Mike, thank you as always for bringing us your valued perspective. It is 701. I'd love yours. 34519 or 0618951019. Good morning.